This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and I'm not being Cali sober, where I don't drink, but I do smoke weed. I'm being Fresno sober, where I don't drink, but I do smoke meth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and I'm at the David Koresh stage of the shag grow out. So (laughs) it's fun. I'm Tess Barker, and one of these days, I'm going to go on book talk. I muttered to myself, oldly. (laughs) I don't even know what book talk is. It's uh, what you think it is. <laughs> talking about books, talking about books. <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hello! We got Barbara Brandy and of course Victor. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite lady. Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, welcome to the show, everybody. Is there a book that you dream to bring to Book Talk Test? Is there like one that you're like in your fantasy um, that you would be to talk about? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, what a choice. Um, I mean, I really like talking. I mean, I'm obsessed with the Alina Ferranti Napoleon Quartet. I'm always mm-hmm. happy to talk about those. Uh, I'll talk about any book. Okay. Got yeah, it. I'll talk I about any book. I didn't know in those like Rocky montages where you're training and thinking about book talk, if you like had one <laughs> in your mind's eye. I mean, if we really want to like make a meal out of something and do a close read. Okay. I would do Moby Dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm listening. Actually, I'll shout out. Jamie Loftus has a podcast about Lolita. Oh, it's great. You listen to it? Yeah. 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 yeah great. Podcast. Uh, I'm on like episode five right now and I'm reading the, did you read the book with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like halfway through the book right now and I'd never read it, but had you read it before the podcast? No. Yeah. Me either. And it, it's really, I'm glad I'm reading it with her podcast. Right. Yes. Yeah. It gives a lot of, I think, really important context. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So listen to that if you want to. If you're into book pod, I recommend Jamie Loftus's Lolita podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I also recommend coming to see us live because we are like hey. in a boot all over the place. Um, uh, Halloween weekend, I'll be in Gainesville, Florida at Fest. Uh, so come see me on Saturday and Sunday there. Um, and then I'm going to be in New Orleans with Anna Valenzuela and John Michael Bond on uh, November 1st and 2nd. And then I'm coming to Austin, Texas, Houston, Texas, potentially San Antonio. We're waiting to see if that gets confirmed or not. Um, Albuquerque, I'll be there on Sunday, November 6th. Uh, and then um, I'll be in Phoenix 
Phoenix on uh, November 9th. And we got a couple more dates that are filling in. But um, yeah, brandyposey.com for all the dates and deets. Come out and see us live. It would be great. Yeah, I am still in Oregon this week. I'm at Mississippi Pizza tonight, Friday night. I'm headlining in Eugene. And then I'm recording an album in Humboldt, California on November 11th and 12th. So if you live in that area, by all means, please come out and see me at Savage Henry Comedy Club. Ooh, Ooh. fun. And uh, we've got our Zoom shows. We've got two left for the year. So November 6th and December 4th are our last two ones. Come on, hang out with us. They're so much fun. LadySunday.eventbrite.com. And uh, that's all our, is that all of our stuff? I think that's Good. all the we house. Got lots of, it's fun to kind have stuff again. all of our stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's stuff. It's some of the stuff. It's nice having stuff again, though. It's nice. It is. It's nice. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. And uh, oh my gosh, what a really fun episode today. Our guest is just a gem, such a sweet guy, and he's so funny. Please go check out his new stand-up special called People Pleaser. You can find it all over the internet. And uh, go see him on tour. He's got a bunch of dates coming up, probably coming to your town. Um, Please enjoy our hangout with Josh Gondelman. Good work, everybody. Yeah. Um, So how, how is Oklahoma sexy now? Oh, well, it's been sexy. It's been sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it was basically a musical that changed musical theater. It was the first musical where it was like, oh, it's not cardboard cutouts, like two-dimensional cutouts, just like rah, rah, a musical. It's like, oh, yeah. sh- there should be like nuance to these characters, and the music should reflect what they're going through emotionally, and these should be actual human beings on stage singing. Um, so it started that and there's like a forbidden love story in it. It's like, mm. it has a dream ballet sequence for no fucking reason. There's like, Oh, I always yeah. got to love a dream dance sequence in yeah. anything. <laughs> um, just fun to see. Our, let's make sure our guest is here. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm here. He's here. I'm not an expert on Oklahoma. I just know they did not a reboot. What's it called? A revival a yes. few years mm-hmm. ago. God, I'm so poisoned by like. TV and film. Called, like, they, they rebooted Oklahoma. Reboot. Yeah, yeah. And it's a Marvel they, reboot. Of Oklahoma. I love that. <laughs> Curly shits fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's <laughs> the Surrey Oklahoma is actually Wolver- where Wolverine is from, so that's why it's called that. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I associate with it because I just I do, well not Wolverine, but Hugh Jackman because uh, I remember him being in it like forever ago. So that's oh, like really. Oh. He just did the music, music man, man too. Yeah. I don't yeah, think he's still doing it. Yeah, and it's just like it's so when people are that hot and can sing, mm-hmm. you're like, go fuck yourself. Like, no, you it's guys, not fair. I did not know Hugh Jackman <laughs> did the revival, and like, I honestly think that would have been too sexy. Like, I might have had to leave. I might have had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> they need like a separate like. A separate room, like, you know how they have a room sometimes for babies at church or, like, a smoking room? They need a sec- yeah. separate, like, I'm too turned on by this room. <laughs> a safe space from your own horniness. Yeah. This is, this is the vapors room. <laughs> yeah, like, a lot of fainting like, couches. Yeah, Throw a glass of cold water in your face. <laughs> Just a picture of Rush Limbaugh. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Putting the O in Oklahoma. Hugh Jackman. Hey. Uh, hey. Um, yeah, they were, it was, like... They they really played up this the sexuality in the revival, I think. Yeah, 
No. Yeah. And like the in the way it's ar- the music is arranged is just much uh, it's very it's very sensual. Um, <laughs> okay. I Test only remember seeing it at a dinner theater when I was like maybe 10 years old and it was not yeah. sexy then. So I mm. appreciate I appreciate that they've made the move in that direction. <laughs> I think that that's like yeah because obviously you think of it and it doesn't it feels like a dinner theater thing. It's probably it's yeah. been, you know, uh um, I guess a misconception, or I don't know what. Well, the, yeah. And the big, the big song that everybody knows is just like, oh, <laughs> my like, Well, that's nobody's, yeah. nobody's hooking up to that. That's a nobody's sex playlist. But what if yeah, you yeah. did put that on a sex playlist? Here's my kink. I do have to say, even though I'm a musical theater fan, I have never fucked to. A musical theater song, and I don't think it's ever going to happen. I'm sure I have on accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's just all, it just comes on. Yeah. But I feel like Shuffle. it's it's a little like too, I probably would start getting too invested or something and be like, oh yeah, this is when this happens. Yes. <laughs> no, the Phantom is just misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I will say, yeah, another, I mean, I guess I'm just bringing out all the horny stops, but I've had like music of the night from Phantom of the Opera. I remember like my parents had really expensive like 90s headphones and mm-hmm. I didn't like, I don't know. I was too young to know that I was feeling turned on by that song, but I was feeling turned on by that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anything of the night is like the sexy version of that thing. Music of the night, true. rhythm of the night. Yeah. yeah. Music of the day has a very different context. It's true. <laughs> Which is funny because as an adult, I much prefer music of the day sex than music of the mm. <laughs> But even for morning sex, you're not listening to like, take me out to the ball. <laughs> yeah. Which is what I think music of the day yeah. is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music of the day is take me out to the for sure. It totally is. It kind yeah. of is. It kind yeah. of is. You know, by the way, that is sort of like the happy birthday of sports. Like, it is the yes. most unflattering song for anyone yeah. to sing. Yep. Yeah. There's a few notes in there that are uh, just designed to make you feel like a failure. Yeah. There was There was an ad for Cracker Jacks recently that had, I think, Normani <laughs> in it. And she was singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. But they made it, like, feminist, I think. Uh, oh. Hold on, I'm gonna Google it because I don't want to say anything. I want to know this. how it got feminist. It's it. It was like, <laughs> is it a league of their own? Tie-in? No, it oh, was pre. Like it was like six months pre-league of their own. Oh, uh, she was okay. trying to get in on that hot baseball revival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, this is what it was. It was Cracker Jill. <laughs> I remember because we we did it on the show for Jesus and Meryl, and I'll put it I'll put it in the chat so everybody. Oh my has god, it. that but is it's so funny! Money cracker gel, and she she really puts her all into it. She does. She gives a beautiful vocal performance. Um, but cracker gel, yeah, that is. But, so but funny. it's still a man buying it for her, or we don't know if it's a man. We don't know who she's singing it to. Any, right? That's yeah. Anybody product. can buy her some. It could be like right. Yeah. I don't know if she's like, I'll buy my own peanuts and Cracker Jack <laughs> when I'm paid as much as a cis white man is. But it might be. I yeah. don't remember the lyrics especially well. Wow. Shout out Cracker Jack. Like, not something that ever should have survived past like 1941. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, just not. Very old timey snack <laughs> it's food. Still, 
You know what's funny? I'm scrolling down through the pictures just to like look at the logo because there's a bunch of different Jills. There's like five different Jills that can be on the cover of your little bag you get. Mm-hmm. But then there's one other picture that's like, Ben Shapiro reacts to Cracker Jack becoming woke. <laughs> like, I feel like someone did that loser. just to bait Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And honestly, thank you. That's great. I love oh. I love filling his time. Oh my God. Can I, I have what to admit loser. something so embarrassing about Ben Shapiro. Oh my god! Oh, I'm not oh attracted god. to him. This that's not cute. it. So don't okay. okay. That's okay. the one that was the bombshell. <laughs> I know. That's the one. Really... I think the three of us were all worried about. Yes. My butthole clenched. I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. I'm not going to say that. Obviously, okay. um, yeah. I I didn't know who he was, and I was like, I think I was on a road trip once or something, and I was just looking for a podcast to listen to, and his mm-hmm. was in one of the top ones, and I somehow just started listening to it because I had <laughs> no clue who he was, yeah. and I like didn't at first. I was just like, kind of like, all right, like this guy's okay and i didn't really realize what it was until i heard a gun commercial and then i was like (laughs) i was and i was like oh my god what am i listening to (laughs) that was like my intro to him and i feel so i don't even know what he was talking about but i can't i'm like so embarrassed that i didn't immediately turn it off because i i was like obviously uh, whatever he was talking about didn't immediately make me turn it off so yeah, I, that's some. That's I didn't my realize. I I never thought about other than the like supplements that they all sell. Mm-hmm. Like, what else would be advertised? Because I figured it would just be like normal stuff. I thought it would be like you know what it is like ZipRecruiter.com. dot com. Right. Instead, it's yeah. Instead, it's like handcuffs to stop your wife from voting. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. No, it was straight up like the commercial started like you need to protect your family, don't you? And I was like, oh wait, what's oh, going no. on? I started off like, the bat. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm not in the right place. I'm not in the right place. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh man. Level-headed people never talk about protecting their family. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. I've, I've been part of a family for you know 37 <laughs> plus years, and I've never been like, oh, I wish somebody had a gun to protect us you know what i mean (laughs) yeah and i live every conservative now their new thing is like i could never go to new york city you get off the plane at jfk and someone stabs you with a heroin needle and then they take your pants and then they kick your dick and then it's a vagina and you're like that's not so it's and i like live in new york all the time and i never fear those things i know it's wild living in a big city because people have like yeah the misconceptions people have about la and new york are so Yes. Ridiculous. Yes. So like even just saying it was funny. I'm in I'm in Portland right now and like you know, obviously Portland's liberal and shit, but when they <laughs> brought me up on stage, I don't know if this ever happens to you guys, but somebody they were like and she's from LA and they waited for like an applause and I was like, they're not gonna they don't no, like they that. Hate that. Yeah, they hate that. <laughs> no, don't tell them that I'm from LA. Yeah, please, I was actually. like yeah. and that was like my credit, and I was like, Well, okay, this is not good. So it's just like <laughs> they don't like it. No one likes they no all one think likes it's us. on fire. Yeah, yeah no. they think it's well, like I'm- I don't even have a sympathetic like obviously people are from New York and LA and right, that's yeah. and and they get heat unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. And I'm in New York, I transplant from New York, but I get it on both ways cuz even if you're like from Boston, people are like boo, that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing we hate worse than someone from New York is someone who's really from Boston. <laughs> yeah. Someone from an hour and a half away. Get the fuck out of mm-hmm. here. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. I will say though, yes, you're right, people have a misconception, but there are things that happen living in a city where you're like, okay, yeah, there's a, you got a point. 
totally. I mean, there's bad stuff that happens in a city for sure. Yeah. And and obviously like New York isn't perfect. And like I think what's unfortunate is when people are talking about like New York it's inf- inf- infested with crime. Uh, you come on a rat just hacksaws your head off and <laughs> and drinks your yeah. blood. And it's like no, I mean there's like real stuff that's bad. Like I think I am seeing more unhoused people sleeping yeah. on the street than before. Yeah. And the problem isn't that it's dangerous to me to or us. to to anyone's family. The problem is that these people are in danger. Yeah. You know what yes, I mean? Exactly. They're living in dangerous conditions for exactly. them. And and but instead it's like, do you want to buy a gun? <laughs> it's like that's not gonna help. <laughs> no. No. And it's like actually what I want is to be able to post meet pho at one o'clock in the morning and I can't fucking do that in your town. So yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I know it is always funny when you go somewhere that doesn't have like lift or so, or just like something oh, that like I'm so used to at this point where I'm like, yep. oh, what do I do? How do I do yeah. things? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Especially you'll do like a gig and late at night you'll be like, hey, is there some place where I could get like a sandwich, like a local spot? Like I want to, su- you know, support a nope. business. I want to see them cool. And they're like, well, there's Applebee's. And you're like, guess it's Applebee's. <laughs> There's one subway and it's under a bridge somewhere. <laughs> and they they close in four minutes. You're like, it's nine o'clock. Like, they close at nine oh four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just to spite you. <laughs> the flattest soda you've ever had in your life. <laughs> the flattest soda. You're like, is this just uh like orange water? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is this mm, just room yummy. temp orange water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is is this astronaut themed? Are we drinking like astronauts tonight? It's dehydrated soda. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna s- sniff some dust and call it a soda. It's great. <laughs> I was. You know, it's called. Oh, it's it's our orange water. The soda you can sweep. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a straw when you have a broom? I uh, think we just reinvented Tang, you guys. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah. We, we, I was gonna say reboot. It's a we revival. Yeah. We're doing a Tang revival. It's sexy now. It's tang sexy it now. Sucks. <laughs> God, I was just sucks. like in. I was in Southern Utah for a second, and I forgot that Utah has this thing. <laughs> this like a you know because it's all Mormons and they're obsessed with soda and they have oh, yeah. specific restaurants for soda. There is a Ooh. restaurant called Sips that has drive-throughs. Where you just get soda. And it made me feel so crazy. I was just like, how is this? So, but can you get like a flight? Is it like, can you get like small ones? (laughs) Oh, that's a good idea. A flight? Soda flight. A a tiny soda. Yes. Like a bunch of soda shots of like different sodas I would be intrigued by. (laughs) Yeah, that makes me feel ill immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve got a promotion. (laughs) Root beer shots for everyone. That is what's a- happening. We got A and W and Barks, baby. <laughs> I mix them. Yeah. Damn. I, I mean, we we make fun of it, but it's also like the. Have you guys ever been to the Coca Cola Museum in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, because the, the room at the end that has all of the soda flavors that you can just mm-hmm. sit and try them. It's, it's great. It, it kind of feels amazing. It does. And there is one that's an Italian soda called the Beverly. I just want everyone to know if they ever go to this museum. Ooh. It's disgusting. Okay. And I I tried it and I hated it. It tasted it tasted awful. It 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 tasted like cough syrup. I tried it and I was like, oh, this is bad. And then I watched like several kids try it and one of them started crying. So then I just (laughs) So I just watched kids try the Beverly for like twenty minutes while I was drinking French sodas in the corner. It was awesome. So funny. (laughs) 
have you have you ever had moxie no, no it's moxie. okay it's a very new england thing but specifically okay. i was just in maine where they like take great pride in it i think mm-hmm. overall and have like an, a special affection for it and it used it's a soda i think the thing about it was it's bad and they would just sell it in store they sell it in stores you can get it in, in like they distribute pretty widely but i think they made it less bad because coca-cola um shout out to folu who, i don't know if you follow her at not folu on twitter and instagram mm-hmm. and she does like snack she has a newsletter about snacks and she bakes beautiful cakes but she told me that they um coca-cola bought moxie like five years ago and they were like oh we can't sell this this tastes awful we can't sell a soda that the whole thing is it's really bad and it it, the taste up front it tastes like a cola and then there used to be this aftertaste that was like yeah that was like drinking like a boiled boot um it was so bad and and now it's like i tried it for the first time in probably 20 years and was like Oh, was I remembering this wrong? This is actually kind of a decent soda. And people are like, no, 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 they changed it. It used to suck way more, and we loved it better then. <laughs> this is, I feel like this is a very inspirational story to just like, just keep going. You know what keep I mean? Sucking. <laughs> yeah. Keep sucking. Really yeah. Just keep sucking. You could just suck for a long time, and then someday somebody people might buy into you. your shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, I, that is, which is Moxie. Like, that is, my, yes. having Moxie is just like, Hold Confidence. on and keep yeah. going, baby. Like, and hang in there, kid. <laughs> what a weird secret of a name. It just like made itself what it needed to be eventually. So yeah, like, is it like Stilton cheese where it's like bad but good? Or is it like a warhead candy where it's like bad and you feel proud because you got through it? <laughs> I I think the people who like it would say it's the former, but I would say it's the latter. Okay. Like to drink it. Like mm. it feels like it's like the I I want to say it's like drinking straight whiskey, but for a soda. Like, it tastes so bad. When I had it as a kid, I was like, this must be what beer is like, because this is not for people my age. <laughs> like, that's how I felt. Like, it felt like there must be something to it that grownups, like, you know, when you're a kid and you try coffee and you're like, I can't imagine anyone liking this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's like that, but as an adult, you feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds amazing. like I've tried it like. I've tried to, I have a nail biting problem and they have that stuff that they, you put on your fingers, you know, to like mm-hmm. stop it. It sounds yep. like that. Yes, <laughs> that's like, it. It's right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like and then nasty. you develop a taste for it and you're like, ooh, I'm yeah. a. No, I like a, it now. I'm a lacquer freak or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I like that the, the Moxie logo is just a very uh, somber looking doctor just pointing at you, not yeah. smiling, like looking at you from under his like, eyelids. Don't drink this. Don't try it. It's a bad idea. That's the whole logo. Wow. It, it, it <laughs> oh, it's so- cute. I like the logo. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's, it's a great very, design. It's funny. <laughs> it's very like, the, do you remember the early aughts? There were like those clip art guys and then they mm-hmm. would have like sassy captions. It would be on magnets and stuff. And it'd be like, shove it up your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a guy giving a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of like that. <laughs> the early aughts were weird kids. We were very Spencer's circa yeah. Yeah, 2002. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there wow. was that, ra- there was that, rabbit and it would be like a smiling bunny and then the captions would be like i hope your mom's cancer doesn't go into remission or whatever you'd be like (laughs) this is fun (laughs) yeah early we were edgy okay very edgy yeah (laughs) i did not have that but i had a magnet that i got i think alongside one of those that i thought was so funny that was it said i love a man in a unicorn and it was a picture (laughs) of a man in a unicorn (laughs) (laughs) 
See, that's good. I'm, I'm a fan of that one. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should do our own revival of Spencer's gifts. I can't think of a female's name of Spencer. What if it's Spencer's, Spencer's, it's Spencer's but it's Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana? Oh, shit. That's good. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. We can go more niche. Yeah, I've all feminist, uh, well, like yeah. fake shit. Yeah, <laughs> we'll sell oversized, uh, oversized sweatshirts with bike shorts. Yes, and- yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, I found it. I found the guy. I found the Ooh. thing. Yeah, it's called it's Happy Bunny. I yes, didn't, Happy I didn't Bunny. Realize it had a name. You'll know it if you see it. I think it a was million. so. It was everywhere. Um, oh yeah. yeah! Yes, 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 yes. And he it was, was just a like a, a, a smiling rabbit, so mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the name of one of the books. It's all about me. Deal with it. <laughs> uh, well, and then around the same time, we had a contrarian factor pop up with the mean people suck movement. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So we- Spencer's gifts. People don't credit this. It was the public square for political debate that we no longer have. <laughs> <laughs> it was the war those warring factions then just like a wall of like lordy lordy look who's 40 and then a couple of seymour <laughs> butts for the back of your car that was yep it. and then through a beaded curtain mm-hmm. dildos dildos yes. that you yeah. use to pleasure yourself on an inflatable couch <laughs> Wait, did shaped like absolutely. peter griffin <laughs> yeah. spencer spencer didn't have dildos did it yeah, I think, I think well, like maybe not fat. your Utah Spencer. Oh yeah, we, we had we had a whole horny section in our. Excuse Spencer. me, yeah. I yeah, had yeah. no idea. You didn't know about the dildos at Spencer? That Spencer's had anything horny? I am blown away right now. Wait, Holy did you shit. guys not have like penis pasta or anything? There was like jokey stuff, but there okay. wasn't like something you would actually use for sex. Oh no, there's a whole section on their website called Spencer's Intimates. <laughs> I, I, because I Googled, I, I, I held my breath and I Googled Spencer's dildos just to see what would happen. <laughs> it's, it's Spencer's gifts, and then there's one, uh, like mom and pop dildo shop called Spencer's dildos. Spencer's dildos. <laughs> wow, I am like shocked. I, li- I had no idea that this was a part of. It's the on their, Spencer's universe. I was missing out on on the Spencer's online website. There's like there's two tabs. There's Spencer's and then there's sex and wellness. Like there's wow. a there's a lot They're more really going on. Leaning in, in yeah. M- in much Southern more. Utah, though, they just have a back room with soda with caffeine. In it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey kids, you want a coffee? Oh my god, I forgot about the no caffeine thing. So they have soda shops where they're like all that's decaf? that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's because yeah, it's I, I don't know because I haven't been. I'm sure some of them do have caffeine, probably, but like it's probably mostly like Sprite based sodas. <laughs> Sips of the day. <laughs> yeah. There was like, seriously, people loved, um, and I remember the can so clearly, but like the caffeine free Diet Cokes in this like gold can. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. My I mom those. loved those. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm I sorry, but from a design perspective, did that can just not blare, don't drink me? <laughs> it was, it was very gross looking. <laughs> like, I think they've really cleaned up their, their aesthetic. Have they? I don't know. I, I haven't it, seen the I haven't seen the gold can in a long time. Neither have I. Neither have I. I just hope that it. W- I hope it became obsolete. I've thought about this a lot. If I was ever on Inside the Actor Studio, even though James Lipton is dead, yeah. My answer <laughs> to what is your least favorite word would be decaf. Ooh. Oh, that's a good answer. Thank you. 
I like Good that. answer. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank- okay, I got to do it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta take a break. We'll be right back in a second, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Jess. I'm Josh. And uh, we're going to play a game to get to know you better. Josh, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's uh, roll the theme song. Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Why? Well... Josh, the song is the the song is "Who, What, Where, When, Why" is the name okay. of the game. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Very uh, sad for you to miss our amazing song. Does the song explain the whole thing? Is yeah. it like um? Is it like one of those shows from the nineties where the song you like you watching an episode like she's a detective, but actually <laughs> she's a mystery author. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's why she's always solving these murders. Got <laughs> it. Yeah. Name. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> That's what's nice, because in the pilot, you're like, okay, well, the theme song told me everything. I don't need yeah. anything establishing. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, her ex-boyfriend is also her landlord, or whatever. Like, Got it. Because <laughs> then, by episode four, it would just be so exhausting to be like, thanks, ex-boyfriend. Now it's time for me to pay you rent. <laughs> put another way in the song. Just put it in the song. <laughs> you keep setting this up. It's too convoluted. <laughs> That's such a great writing fix. I wish when I like had a problem with like a story, I could be like, just change the theme song. That's the backstory. Just put it in the song. It changes every episode to just add in context. <laughs> oh, by the way, that's how the theme song starts. By the way, there's an affair going on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Josh, these questions are open to interpretation, so okay. answer them however you see fit. Great. Number one, who's who's your dealer? <laughs> who's my dealer? <laughs> oh my gosh, good question. Oh, I mean, this anybody who knows me, I think, will know that uh, I've never I li- I've lived in New York for eleven years, never more than one block from a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm like a big year-round iced coffee guy, and that oh, is that's amazing. You know, people will say coffee is a drug. Mormons say it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and and it is. Uh, and and I'm like, you know, it's not. I I'm a regular Dunkin' iced coffee drinker all through the year. Yeah. That's and, and a good. I'm, I love yeah, I that like you Dunkin say people who know dealer. me know that I've never lived more than a block away from a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I mean, people people know my love of Dunkin' Donuts. I feel like even people who know me. Don't know that. That's too specific. I was too specific. <laughs> Tess is right. But every but everybody who knows me knows I'm like a dunk a big Dunkin'. Do you? Uh, I love a Dunkin' iced. Now, do you oh, do delicious? Do we do flavor, unflavor? What size? Boston style. What's the yeah? What's Boston the style? What's Boston well, style? Know? I lived okay. in Boston and I don't know. So Boston style mm-hmm. is uh you a regular mm-hmm. is like a ratio of it's like a one-to-one sugar to cream so mm-hmm. if you're like a, a large regular i think it's it's either four sugars four cream oh. or something Whoa. like that but it is yeah. it's like a one-to-one ratio i okay. think yeah. but it is it mm-hmm. is like very doctored yes um, so <laughs> that's why order, i didn't know about it okay people yeah. people who are not from massachusetts will order like 
oh, they'll hear someone be like, oh, just like a regular coffee. And they'll think it means like not flavored or whatever, just like a black coffee. And then you're like, oh, can I have a large regular? And it just comes and they're like, what is this? Wait, oh my God, you guys, this is blowing my mind. Because when I, that exact thing would happen when I would go to Dunkin' in Boston and I'd be like, who yes. fucking puts cream in someone else's coffee? So I would yeah. have to start being like, just black, please. Nothing yeah. else in it. Yes. Yep. Yeah, you've yep. got to specify. I didn't, yeah. that's the only, only a Boston have to be like, thing? don't put stuff in the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yep. know that. Because you say regular. You're like, oh, give me a yeah. large regular. And yeah. then it's just like a, a bunch of stuff in it. And it's, it's like a specific, yeah. And it's a, it notches up based on the size of the coffee. Um, but that's not what, yeah. In the, I've been much more into flavors for two reasons. One, during the pandemic as a treat, when my wife and I weren't like going out much, we would get Dunkin' iced coffee as, as like a thing while we were working from home as like mm-hmm. a little extra treat. Yeah. Uh, and we would get flavored stuff. Two, ordering on the app does make it, you feel a little less like a child walking in and being like, um, could I have, and my order when I put the flavor stuff in is so specific, where I'm like, could I have um, milk, one sugar, one pump of toasted almond, and I just feel, saying it out loud, I feel them being like, we're going to throw you down a sewer grate. <laughs> yes. But just to have it written down is like, then at least they don't have to like, punch it all in and remember it and and it's like and also you're like my face you're like my face is not being associated with this until the very end and they're not paying attention then (laughs) i've been a regular like a regular uh not the milk to sugar ratio or cream to sugar ratio but i've been like every duncan that i've lived near or or, and one that i just worked near that i've gone so much that like they'll if they if i walk in they'll get my order ready by the time i'm at the counter that was my chip that it, was my next question. And honestly, what a compliment in New York, especially. It felt so good. It was yeah. and and my regular order when I'm like going into a place and ordering, I'll I'll do uh medium or large ice, whatever like whatever my I'm in the routine of mm-hmm. milk, one sugar. And mm-hmm. and I would just go there was one in Columbus Circle, which is like midtown Manhattan, basically. Mm-hmm. And I would get off the train there and then walk to my office, which was like half a mile west. And I would get off in this big midtown Duncan where the line is like eight people deep <gasps> every day when I would get in. And then they would, I would make eye contact and they'd be like, huh? And I'd be like, thank you. <laughs> and I would get to the front and like I could feel people looking at me like, <laughs> Is this guy because it was before the app where you could just pick it up, right? Yeah, and yeah. So they would like hand it to me, and I would I would swipe my card and tip, and uh, and I was like, God, this feels. I feel yes. like like it felt like the title sequence to a show, like it felt like my <laughs> SNL opening where I like yeah. get the and I'm like, hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Studio Fifty Four shit. I know that Duncan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. It yeah, felt incredible. Before we had Duncan in LA, that was always like, because I got addicted to it when I was going to school in Boston. And mm-hmm. then that was always like my first stop when I landed at JFK. I would get my Duncan for the cab mm-hmm. Yep. there. Yep. And it oh, was like great. such a treat. And now it's I just so take nice. it for granted because we have it, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'll say that that was one of the most, like the best, you know, expansions ever when it finally moved to like yes i think we got it in salt lake before i moved out here and i was just like mm. yes i'm so happy oh. this is everywhere now the iced coffee's so good god i want maybe i'll get one yeah. later today yeah it's really good it's really good what's your so good. do you get a donut with it or do you just go coffee there? i don't i i don't usually i have a couple what i really miss was for like a couple years they had a beyond sausage sandwich oh, good. and yeah. that was so yeah. good 
for like, cause I don't get like a breakfast sandwich every day, yeah. but there, I, at Penn station, if I'm like taking an Amtrak somewhere, I would get the beyond sausage sandwich for the train mm-hmm. instead of like relying on whatever train food they had. Oh yeah. Um, or like if I'm going, you know, if I'm like packing up for a drive or something, I'm oh driving upstate and, and it was just like such a great take with you thing. And it felt a little less like it was just like a delicious treat that didn't you it wasn't mm-hmm. meat in it, which I'm not a vegetarian, but I, you know, when when an option that's like equivalently good is available. It's yeah. Like, great. Oh, cool. I'm into that. Totally. Also, like a breakfast sandwich just makes it feel like an adventure is about to happen. Yeah. Right. And so that's usually when I'm eating one is I'm just like, ooh, today is going to be fun. I need my yeah, energy. Yeah, for the road or like I'm somewhere early because I have something cool to do. Mm-hmm. Like on set for something. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. A strong coffee I, and a breakfast, Andy. Because it's like when you need calories. It's like when you need to like yes, steal yeah, up for fueling something. Yeah, fueling up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but I will say the best donut, people I think would assume the Boston cream, which is, mm-hmm. which I like, but that's like too much of a thing. The the blueberry cake, or now it's called yeah. blueberry glaze. Yeah, yeah. Is the glaze the blueberry top tier donut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I am much more of a raised person, but I'm going to be on. I love Dunkin'. I think they they do a mm-hmm. great job with their coffee. Their donuts are bullshit. The donuts, they're not great they're not donuts. Great. They're not and great. now, donuts. We're in like a golden age of donuts, where <laughs> yes. like you can just get a gourmet donut wherever. The, phenomenal. Yeah, there's phenomenal, phenomenal donuts everywhere. I will say yeah. though, the thing that I do love about Dunkin' Donuts, they're their jelly donut filling is my favorite jelly Ooh, filling. Okay. I wish that it was in a better donut, yeah. but I, but the filling it's not that sweet and it like has I don't know if it's actually uh has <laughs> chunks of actual fruit in it, but <laughs> it feels like it does. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I wish they sold that jelly separately because <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Ew. No. Well, no, peanut I'm, butter and donut jelly sandwich. <laughs> I mean, nah. I, that's not that I different think, from I jelly, think I think. Yeah, I'm a child I just think who has turned second. into an adult through a wish, and is there yeah. a way? <laughs> 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 you give me a peanut butter and jelly. Like, oh, yeah. In a business meeting. <laughs> yeah, that's very, like, blank check. Yes, very <laughs> blank check. That's exactly right. Richie totally. Ranch. <laughs> all, yeah. all those 90s movies that were like, oh. when you're a child, what you should want is to... Uh, be rich and make your poor friends feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the was dreams. you guys' like Richie Rich fantasy? Did you guys have like a thing that you would have done if you had had that? I think with Blank Check, he like built, if I'm not mistaken, he built like a slide from the house Mine was the, the slide pool. too. Yeah, yeah slide. That was, that was pretty clutch. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty sick. Yeah. I love a slide, even as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as a childless adult, I feel sometimes like I, f- I cannot express my love for slides in yep. the world mm-hmm. really all we've got is water slides <laughs> yeah landslides are not for us any no. longer <laughs> no they're not <laughs> that's what the cv nick song is about <laughs> yeah, yeah that's they- the hidden meaning behind that that pop-up video really told us yeah <laughs> they, they cut out the we in the final version that's, who, that's how you said yeah i mean we know as adults who tried to go down a slide and were told not to once yeah we, like tried to sneak it, into us we tried to sneak into a slide that was closed and we got told off <laughs> that'll bring you down 
yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it brought us down. It exactly. was an entire like parking structure. And there's nothing worse than walking to the top of a parking structure oh. thinking you're going to take a slide all the way down, but then having to walk back <laughs> no, down Brandy, the stairs. stairs. You and I did, there was oh. a smaller slide. Oh, yes, you're and right. And Brandy right. and I did slide down it. We were like, they were like, you guys got to get out of here. And we were like, what? And then we just, <laughs> just did it. <laughs> couple of slide bad boys <laughs> right but we tried to do the bigger one we could yeah yeah, yeah the bigger children one children get older <laughs> i'm getting older uh, you're sliding, I don't slide. <laughs> single tear sepia tone <laughs> i fucking wish a slide would bring me down i guess the top they maybe climb back down <laughs> Humiliating. All the kids had to get out of my way. That's what we need. We just need more adult slides in the world. I think it would honestly, it would like. That's my favorite tab on the Spencer's website. (laughs) And which one does it go in? Is it sexy or regular? Who can say? (laughs) Sorry, I interrupted. Yeah. It's wellness. It's considered wellness. Um, wellness. (laughs) Because, I mean, honestly, think about like if how how much better the world would be if instead of downstairs, we had slides everywhere. Like if you took a slide into the subway every day, wouldn't the subway experience just be nicer? If businessmen were just better. like wee, and then yeah, they got but on I, the train, but, but people would fuck up the slide immediately. Yeah, like, like have you, you guys have been on the subway? Do like, you yeah. really want your butt? <laughs> but I think I, I think we're thinking about it through the lens of people that have always walked downstairs. I think in a society right. that always mm. slid down, I yep. think we would respect the slide because we would care about each other more because we said we. You've been a like a slide based community care. I think. That's right. <laughs> I think this goes along with the same idea. I can't remember who it was in Seinfeld, but they had the like, why don't we just have like walkways everywhere? The the electric walkways in the airport. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that feels like a slot. You slide into that walkway. Uh, or oh, like sick. at Disneyland yeah. in um, Mickey's Toontown, which is kind of bullshit again if, if you're not a kid. Um, but they have Minnie Mouse's house. Every single room is bouncy. And I've always thought that would be just fantastic. Oh, that's too. fun. Yeah. That is fun. Like an adult trampoline house. Mm-hmm. I think you can go to those as an adult, can't you? To trampoline places? Yes, but I'm picturing more like that's your living room. Or like oh, that's see, your bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's what the inflatable furniture is for. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, this is reminding me. I went to um I was in Santa Cruz recently and I went to the mystery spot. Has anyone been to this place? Okay, so you might recognize it. Honestly, I didn't realize what it was till I got there, but it has these very recognizable bumper stickers that are yellow. They say the mystery spot and the O is kind of like thick and it kind of looks like a record. I always thought it was a record store. And I went, and it's just like a touristy thing. It's this weird house that has a weird gravitational pull that they can't explain, basically. Mm. So when you, like, walk up to it, you feel all, like, kind of woozy, and it's, like, all off-kilter. And it's, like, whatever, $10 thing. And I just went because I was, like, I have nothing else to do. And so I go, but I'm – it's, like, sunny, and I forgot my hat. So I was, like, okay, I'm going to buy a hat. So I bought a fucking mystery spot hat. (laughs) Nice. And nice. then I went on the tour by myself. So I just uh, with the hat. <laughs> oh yeah. So Number I just looked fan. like the biggest fan of all time. I love mystery spot. <laughs> Hell yeah. Your first Correcting time the there, tour guide. You're like hardcore. Yeah, I just looked like the we- the biggest nerd ever. I was just like, I gotta go again. <laughs> it's not even a mystery to me anymore. <laughs> To me, I just call it familiar spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it was. Uh, I felt really dorky. The tour, the guy just kept kind of giving me this look. I was just like, I, I'm the only person That's here so by funny. myself. He's like, that's no one incredible. buys that hat. No one buys that. <laughs> no hat. one ever has. You saw that's the one mystery solved. <laughs> yeah, who's yeah. gonna buy that? <laughs> <laughs> it amazing. was fun that? though because it was like you know how you never go. Like obviously, if you live in the town, you never go to mm-hmm. the thing. Totally. And yeah, so yeah. it was funny on stage that night. I was like, I'm talking about it, and people were just like, Why did you go there? Why would yeah. you ever go there? Yeah. It's uh, like you guys. It's, it's the only thing to do. Is the hat like off kilter like the house or is it just a right? Like what's the hat look like? Is it? It's just a, a baseball hat. Oh, <laughs> uh, bullshit. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. I, yeah. I guess you could, I could wear it off kilter if I wanted yeah. to be oh, that's true. even nerdier. Yeah. Next time you go and you take the hat with you because now you're a huge fan. <laughs> oh, I won't go again. It is definitely not something you go to more than once. <laughs> oh, okay. Despite what your hat implies. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was, it was just like, it's fine, but it's definitely just like a little tourist thing that that's- you see one time. That's yeah, yeah. that explains that uh, that old saying. Once you go spot a second time, not. <laughs> <laughs> Finally makes sense. <laughs> Finally makes sense, right? I've heard that all my life, and I'm like, oh, that's what that's from. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Hell yeah. Oh, I see. I, I'm looking at the hats right now. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a cute. I mean, it's a hat. I will probably wear again. Um. Yeah, good luck. Okay, logo. Oh, related to actually, I'm asking this because I'm coming to New York soon. Not that I haven't been there before, but here's our next question. What's yes. the number one thing someone should do when they're in New York? Ooh, that's a good question. What part of, what time of the year? Um, it, I'm, I'm going to be there in the fall in, Bro- in Brooklyn. Okay. I mean, mine are mostly things to eat. And, and then I think like... Gosh, what I'm trying to think of, like, because it's another thing where, like, I don't do the stuff all the of time. Of course, yeah. I feel like Prospect Park will be lovely mm-hmm. for like yeah. visiting and walking through. Yeah, if you're in Brooklyn, um, I'm trying to think of like other great Brooklyny things. That's like what I would do. Let me think on it. For That's real. a good question. That's such a good an answer, though. No, embarrassing. Answer. No, it's just it's when you live in a place, it's hard. Yeah. It's also like, yeah. Like, like, I feel like it's nice just, walk. I think yeah. it's just kind of a fun question to ask people too, because like, you're never sure what someone's going to say. Actually, oh and my God, on I, stage, I said like on Portland, like, what should I do? And no one gave me an answer. And I was like, all right. And then this woman came up to me after, and I had talked a little bit about like some sex stuff in my act, but she came up and she was like, oh, I have an idea. And I was like, oh, what is it? And she's like, well, there's this sex club called Sanctuary and they have um this thing tomorrow. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was just like not what I was expecting at all. I think that's very Portland though too. Yeah, that's yeah. Very, yeah, that's just, she, actually sure. she did the most Portland thing she could do. So yeah, that's, yeah. Very, that's perfect. Yeah, I, this is I think you can do. This is like the underrated thing I think about Brooklyn is you can kind of do the Brooklyn version of like the Manhattan trip almost where you're like, Oh, I can go to the Brooklyn museum and I can, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I can do all this stuff. That's like, Oh, big cultural stuff, but it's just like a little less of a to do because you don't have to go like right into the heart of Manhattan. Oh yeah. yeah. That's so, a like, good idea. Pro- like prospect park, wonderful park right by the Brooklyn museum. And, and it's like walkable and it's not, it, it's popular. Obviously Brooklyn mm-hmm. is like a huge, uh, metropolitan area on its own, mm-hmm. but it's not like the same as right. like every single tourist is there. So you, I think that's like a pretty neat thing to do when you're visiting. Hell yeah. yeah. I, that's usually where I go on runs when I'm staying in Brooklyn. Yeah. I love Prospect Park. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to be there in the fall. It's like going to be so pretty. 
it's the best. I'm like, it's right now. It is that period where you're like, oh, right. This is why I can bear to live here the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this few week period, it's good. This justifies it. Yeah. It's like the the chorus of New York City. We're like verse, verse, verse. Oh, I know these words. <laughs> or the bridge where you're like, don't stop. Oh, they finally. <laughs> I'm singing so much on this podcast. I apologize. You know, that was part of our intention. We started it out beating you with Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. What were you to do? <laughs> our familiar. We did our landslide. I made up TV theme songs. <laughs> Humiliating. Well, we'll be back after a break, guys. <laughs> Jazz hands. Everybody, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. I'm Josh. And we're going to do your lady problems, everybody. You know the drill. Give us a phone call at 323 6 or you can email us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. I'm calling in with a lady problem, a general human problem. I am the stepmama to a great 11-year-old, and his uh, real mom has forced him to go to a Christian school this year. After the first day, they told him that Adam and Eve are our parents, and we all share the same DNA. And he came home and told us, these aren't my people, and that's not how DNA works. He's 11. Um, my man doesn't have a custody agreement in legal writing uh, because they are they have been genuine friends in raising this child and co-parenting. Everything's been cool until she got married last summer to a conservative Christian. And not that we're, like, super liberal, but we just believe in equality and human life and kindness. And we don't necessarily get all that gospel mumbo-jumbo. And it's apparent that my 11-year-old doesn't like it. He's very sad before school, after school, before bed. And his mom is completely shutting down all conversations. We think this is like a trend for her. She's very trendy. We're hoping that he can go back to his public school where he was thriving and it had an art program where he can express himself. This place doesn't even have an art program. It's super fucked. Um, we're, in this, we're in a pickle. And besides for conversations, I'm not sure where to go and how to help him communicate with his narcissist mother, my baby mama, I guess. I'm not sure. I don't know what to do. I think I'm going to teach him how to make a PowerPoint presentation so he can, like, talk to his mom with the presentation about why this school is whack. I don't know. I don't know. My man's really sad. He's, he's I don't know. We don't know what to do. Any insight, questions, comments? Thank you for your episodes and for being my best friend. Okay, bye. Damn, what a sh- tough position to be in. That's so shitty. 
God, like pull him away from his friends and everything too, especially after the last couple of years where it's like they couldn't be in person in classes and then like they finally can again and now he's like in a different school of fucking strangers and just wants to be around his friends thriving in school doing art and shit. (sighs) It's very shitty. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like, okay, I feel like I actually really like the PowerPoint idea and I think that's the first step. Like I think having the kid be the one leading the conversation and talking to the parent because it's probably going to mean more coming from your stepchild than it will from your baby mama's ex. That's going to be a little bit more of a weighted relationship. Um, But I'm also kind of like, I think it's, it's so fucking expensive to get lawyers involved and shit like that. But I'm kind of like, I think it's time to get something in writing yeah, and make sure that your partner has like the legal ability to have some say in where your kid is getting educated. Yeah, yeah it seems like I would want to do that anyway now because obviously who knows yeah. what could happen and you're going to need like it. Yeah, you're going to need it written down. And, and it seems like there's another person involved in these decisions now that's yeah. kind of tipping the like, oh, we're friends and collaborators. And there's mm-hmm. like another voice in the room that's like taking things in a, a way that it doesn't feel like everybody's comfortable with. I also yes. think like, I I mean, this is so heavy, but I also think like maybe finding places like an after school art program, if, if, you know, if that's something that you can, if there's the time and energy and, and money to do, just figuring out ways to like reinsert that creativity and joy and, and friendship into the, this poor kid's life. Well, you know, yeah. in the meantime, even um, just as a way to like, you, so you're not just like waiting for the to for this big problem to get fixed, but you're also like giving the, this kid something to look forward to that that they're missing now. I yeah. love that. And yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I agree. That's like the band aid that needs to be put on the wound like right away. Yeah. yeah like mm-hmm. as a kid who like arts education was like the bright spot in my day. Like I cannot mm-hmm. imagine yes. going to school without arts. Yeah. Get that kid. In. I mean, like there's probably like I think the Y has stuff Mm -hmm. i I don't know i don't have kids but i think there's stuff yeah there's definitely (laughs) there's there's definitely definitely stuff there's stuff yeah big classes and things and you know yeah oh man yeah i think like you said i obviously coming from the kid is going to mean more than coming from the other parents because it sounds like they're just doing it to be combative or something so i don't know if there's a situation where you can sit down as a family and like i don't want to put it all in the kid obviously because that's too much pressure but like have a Mm -hmm. constructive try attempt to have a conversation where he is honest about how he feels about you know the school and stuff like that um and maybe you can have some kind of therapist or mediator there to like make things run smoothly so there's an outside party so things can't can't get too nasty either um third third party is a really good idea i think yeah and i don't know what that looks like even but it just it's so hard though because it doesn't i feel like when people are like this obviously they didn't sounds like they didn't really take his feelings into account in the first place so it's like mm-hmm. why would they change you know mm-hmm. i don't know and hey. it's also like i'm sure you've made this point before but like the kid was at a public school which is free yeah yeah and they're now paying a lot of money. to abuse this child like this is such bullshit obviously yeah <laughs> like i hate this um yeah, yeah. The, i mean man so much of this shit like sh- <laughs> like shouldn't fucking exist like I, I i'm like you're not you should be learning the shit that you learn like a lot of these like specialized school curriculums and shit like you're not learning shit that you need to learn to live in the world it's incredibly frustrating mm-hmm. Ugh, man yeah i mean i think it's like he knows he has a safe place with you guys too which is obviously like that's huge and good 
Um, I mean, I don't want to be like encouraged to be enough of a pain in the ass that he. <laughs> what if he got kicked out? Uh, <laughs> what if could you could you get by? Could he like become a goth and then maybe get kicked out of the Christian school? Is that I mean, without getting him in too much trouble? I don't know. <laughs> that's a possibility. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think like. The only thing I can really think of is, yeah, finding him after school things and like, are there any of the, do you know, did he make any friends in public school that he, you can mm-hmm. arrange or, you know, hangouts with? Play dates and stuff. Still, yeah. Play yeah. dates. Like, like maybe I think, yeah, for now it's just like building up his life as much as you can outside of actual school hours will really mm-hmm. help. Um, but I don't know. It's yeah, so I'm like, you need to go to the- court. I mean, like, this is such a severe situation. I'm kind of like, you need to go to court. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like you, if. I know how like cost prohibitive legal shit is, but like if that's an issue for you guys, like find a, a free clinic or like somebody that can help you out at like just a sliding yeah. scale place or something. Like, I don't know. I feel like they already did this to the kid. Like you need something in yeah. writing saying that you have well, rights. And, to, and, and like Josh, to Josh's point, yeah, this, there's this new person involved that clearly is like making big sweeping changes that are, is not in everyone's Right. This was not part of the original arrangement. Yeah. The deal has changed. Yes. And Mm -hmm. I, and I think that it's okay to like Mm -hmm. acknowledge that. And, and I don't think it's like you're being demanding or, you you know, Mm -hmm. to stepping over a line. Mm -hmm. If you and your partner are like, Hey, this seems like things are shifting and let's, let's figure this out because like, this is not, you know, yeah. we we're still trying to collaborate with you, mm-hmm. but this isn't collaborative. The way no, it's well, no. She, she said that the mom is trendy. <laughs> That's Which, so funny. Like maybe okay, maybe the you know other way to this is somehow changing the mom's algorithm to oh. be like mm-hmm. to yeah. be like oh look at kids who go to public school or like look how cool this is or some mm-hmm. you need to convince yeah, yeah. this mom that this is not the cool thing to do and that the trendy thing is actually to uh, take your kids to public school or something. Okay. So when you when you drop him off, whisper into the Alexa um, just a bunch of stuff about how great public school is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow we can reverse engineer what she thinks is good to do. Um, I mean, it's, it's coming from the dad, but... It's yeah. also tough just to acknowledge because I feel like yeah. sometimes when people are placed in... When people place kids in a school that's like a more rigid and mm-hmm. and sometimes religious sometimes secular curriculum yeah. that's like for moral instruction or whatever that's like the premise of it mm-hmm. i feel like the kid not having a good time is like proof that it's working which is mm-hmm. a bummer does that yeah, make sense totally. so i feel like that's like another yeah. difficult wrinkle that if the kid is like i i don't like this and it's like well good that yeah. means you're you're they're straightening you up yeah, yeah it's like we well, beat the life, spirit out life of you. is hard kid yeah it's such yeah. bullshit it's like education should not feel like punishment yeah. Just yeah, because then what have you taught the kid that like learning new shit is like a fucking chore? You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> it's not. Mm-hmm. It should be exciting to like learn new shit all the time. Yeah, I will say at my yeah. public school, we regularly would look for holes in the fence to escape from. But mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, hey, it's still school. It's still school. All right, we yeah, all know that. Yeah, I mean, but that is problem solving. That's group activity. That's yeah, that's like, right. That's yes. right. You were you learn a lot doing those things. Yeah, I will say in high school, I regularly smuggled other students in my trunk so that they could leave for one fucking hour. But but mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> but that was you had friends that you were doing stuff with. So yeah, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. 
good luck. This is such a tough situation, but just know that bummer. you're like a shining light for him right now. And yep. I know, seriously. Yeah. yeah, like he he yeah he needs you guys. And yeah, I mean yeah, Tess is right on point. Get some get shit in writing because that it, it is like some so much stuff exists to erase gray areas. Like you need rules in place for shit. You just do because it protects everybody and it protects the kid the most. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let us let us know. Um, paint his fingernails black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might help. Yeah. No, I think we fully pull out some like hire some people from local haunted house and make him like you know float <laughs> float and like black yeah. eyes with the demon coming out. Let's just really right go around, for it. Right the right full right. the full losa spookies treatment. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Get if we're really gonna do it. it. Like let's do. Yeah. It. <laughs> or tell him honestly. I mean, he's eleven, so he might be able to pull this off. But it's like. If he wanted to get like out religious, the dad, and just call him a sinner all the time, and like every time he does something wrong, oh, do I like think... the dad version of smoke a whole pack of cigarettes with Christianity? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he should just walk around the house with the Bible and just be like, "How dare you? It is Sunday!" Like, really turn into a little freak uh, that might, but like, the, you know, the harvest fine. is nigh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like, really freak him out. And they'll be like, oh, my God, get him back in public school. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, a lot of good yeah. suggestions that you could actually do. So, yeah. All equally constructive. Yeah. <laughs> Doing our best here. <laughs> but good luck. Uh, let us know how it goes. And we're sending you love. So, yeah. You got this. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. We'll listen to one more. Hi, ladies. Um, I have a little bit of a lady problem in my current relationship. I have been with my boyfriend for two years. Um, we're both in our early 30s. We plan on getting engaged, married, all that jazz. Um, but I do have um, a problem. Recently, we went to a wedding, and my boyfriend, he was upset that I didn't tell him that I had had a relationship with one of the guys that was at the wedding. Um, it was a really long time ago, like almost 10 years ago. Um, yes, I did sleep with that guy. We were dating for probably like four or five months. Um, and I didn't interact with him the whole night. He did actually, we ended up being in the same circle talking with people and he did like reach his hand over and say, like, hey, I'm so-and-so, like, nice to meet you. Um, but he was kind of upset. He's like, I feel like I have the right to know before we go to an event if you have slept with somebody, um, if I'm going to be interacting with them. I just, I don't know if I agree with that. I wouldn't care if we were at a wedding with his college friends and there was a girl there that he had slept with. Like, does not matter to me. I don't know. I just feel like we all have passed. Like, I'm aware of the fact that he's had girlfriends and he's slept with other people. Um, I have had a very traumatic sexual past. I have had um, a lot of issues with the fact that I've slept with lots of people when I was younger. I suffered with anxiety and depression. I had a couple of very traumatic sexual experiences um, in my teen years and in my 20s, and he knows that. And we actually have had a fight in the past where he found out, you know, he asked about my number, which I think is stupid. 
And I told him, and he was really upset. Um, and we had a fight about it, and he ended up apologizing. He actually wrote me a really sweet letter, um, just kind of explaining that it's more his insecurity because he's only slept with very, very few people in his life. And I think he feels in some way inadequate, you know, because of that. Um, I don't know. I just don't really know how to deal with this. I We don't see eye to eye on it. Um I don't know. Do you guys have any advice on how to how to handle this? Thanks, ladies. Ugh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like imagining. I guess a wedding is one thing, but like, what are you gonna do? Fucking tell it? Like, yeah. Guess what? Someone I've had sex with might be literally anywhere we go. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they don't have tracking collars. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't like tag them and bag them. That's not. They're not all in my Apple Find Your Friends at all times. Yeah, yeah. Find your fucks. (laughs) That would be helpful, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I think like you know, it's easy to be like fuck this guy, blah blah blah. But obviously, it's like a she cares about this guy. Yeah, yeah. You care about each other, and it is. It sounds like a thing that he, even though he like. I would hope wants to be over it because of like he's talked about the number thing. It's still something he's really sticking on, um, which just sucks because, yeah, it's like, what was she supposed to do? Like get a fucking time machine and go back and unfuck this guy. Like it's so (laughs) ridiculous. Like this was before they were together. Like, yeah, well, God, God, God. I I was going to say, like, I think the number is like, that's not. That's useless to know, mm-hmm. right? The yeah. number of people. Like, that's not, that's just a thing that's in your head that there's no practical application for. There's no, like, there's no number that you're going to hear and be like, oh, awesome. That's, like, exactly what I wanted to hear. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, high, low, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. always, like, the it's it, there's no right number, you yeah. know, for the other person. But I do think, like, knowing that this is an insecurity for him, I don't think he has the right to know if you've slept with someone's going to be there. Mm-hmm. But if it is a way that you can, that you can give, if, if it's going to make him feel better to be like, Oh, I'm going to this wedding. One of the groomsmen is a guy that I dated for a few months. And if that's going to put him at ease and he's going to be like, okay, now I know that. And I, I feel comfortable going into this situation. That's like a thing you have the option to do to care for this person's feelings that that are insecurities right that aren't like reasonable but if it doesn't make things better like if you're like i hooked up with this guy and he's like well now i can't go to the wedding then that's Mm -hmm. worse (laughs) you know what i mean so i think that that is something to consider that like maybe with because it is like an insecurity of his and he knows that it is there are ways to like if he can work with you on like what makes you feel better about these things? And and if it's just a little advanced, like, oh, heads up, like, this guy and I had a fling, and he's like, okay, I can, like, fucking suck it up and be a grown-up about it. Awesome. And and if he can't, then it's like, oh, that is, I think, uh, what one might call a red flag. I yes. agree. And, I, yeah. and maybe it's like, you know, you don't need to tell your spouse everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, and, and I don't think you should feel any guilt around that. Mm-hmm. whatsoever it's entirely mm-hmm. yeah. at your discretion what you want to share with this person just because you're thinking about marrying this person does not mean by any means he's entitled to any of your history mm-hmm. you don't need to tell mm-hmm. him one person you slept with before him because mm-hmm. you're with him yeah. now and that's all that matters so anything before that is totally none of his business unless you want it to be so mm-hmm. if if you think oh maybe things are because would he have known if you hadn't told them probably not mm-hmm. so like maybe you mm-hmm. just don't tell him when you've slept with people before 
I've been in places with my husband and there's been a guy there that I've slept with. I didn't say shit. Yeah. Yeah, same. Because like, it's just like, it's, it's like, not really. Well, yeah, it's like, like, who cares? What's the, and like, yeah. what's the it's, point? Like, that's the past I, thing and it's not, yeah. I think the only way that that's, that that could get weird is if he goes, oh, how do you know each other? And then you go, uh, and yeah. can't lie. Yeah, 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 and yeah, if yeah, you, yeah, yeah. But if you can lie, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> or if you can omit. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I do think, mm-hmm. I think that's the part that I'm, like, as, as, like, uh, as the guy here, mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah, as yeah. the person that, that I've been in this situation with people before, been like, oh, I'm the less, like, I've dated less than, than a partner that I've been with or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think the idea of, like, getting caught in a situation where you're like oh how do you know each other and then you're like oh we hooked up for like a year and a half and you're like oh okay like this is this is information that i like was not expecting do you know what i mean so if if knowing in advance will feel better or if you can just be like oh we went to college together or like we used to work together or like he's a friend of a friend like if you can give that sparse a level of detail and be Mm -hmm. like that is not lying because the other stuff doesn't matter and who gives a shit then great but if you're gonna get caught like oh oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think it helps to like have pre-planned for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I think and you yeah. you've probably already had this conversation with him, but I think like you need to say, you know, just like, look, I love you for who you are. That includes mm-hmm. your past, that includes mm-hmm. everything that came to make you who you are today. And I would mm-hmm. hope that you love me for me, which means that everything that I've done in the past has led me to be who I am, who is this person with you. And like, you need to love me completely and Mm -hmm. not hold me to some weird Mm -hmm. standard where I didn't, I don't have a life before you because that's just not, like mm-hmm. reasonable. Well, Sorry, it's, I wasn't delivered to you in a fucking Barbie box unsealed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's it, it gets real Madonna hoary pretty quick. It does. Totally. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, and I'm, he also needs to be mindful. I mean, I do think that if you're going to be in a relationship with this person, you need to be mindful of his anxieties and his triggers and all mm-hmm. that. But he needs to be mindful of yours. And it sounds like you yes, do have totally. some some issues yeah. around this, and this is a trigger point for you too. And so mm-hmm. I think it needs to be a discussion about how do we navigate this together so that we're both comfortable because he yeah he's touching on some sensitive stuff for you with this shit too it yeah i think it it's like a real difficult intersection of how how you the caller feel about your past and like some real awful stuff that you've Mm -hmm. lived through and 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 live with and then his you know insecurities as well i think i test i think that's so it's like not it's like a strain on both sides and it sounds Mm -hmm. really difficult and i'm sorry that it's it sounds hard for you you as well, you know, mm-hmm. to have him reacting this way to things in your past that you already may or may not feel like healthy and happy about. I yeah. also think it might be worth like seeing a therapist even for like a few sessions if you just want to mm-hmm. talk this specific issue mm-hmm. out with your partner because then maybe a therapist can really like a third party can really help you both understand like this is actually not about either of you. Mm-hmm. This is for yeah. him is about shit that happened before you guys were together and for her same thing and like to kind of like depersonalize it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think might yeah. be helpful. Yeah. yeah, and I agree. Like, I think that that would also maybe help him see that you are, you know, that there are things like you said that trigger her in this too, mm-hmm. and it's not just him. Because I think it's very easy in a partnership to like be like, oh God, I need to like help you, and forget that mm-hmm. like you're the one who also needs some love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But I do think that point of like. The, the ultimate thing of like when you find out someone that you're with slept with someone that you ran into or met, saw at a party it's like yeah like like you said were you gonna unfuck him it's like what are you worried is happening like 
Yeah. Like everybody's like, oh, she and him and I. Like, it's not, <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Like, it's. it's the whole it's wedding fine. turns and looks yeah. at the two of them and, and is like, you. it should. Yeah. yeah. It should have been it's them like, together, should, not you. You, still be You're, you get out of here. Chanting. Like, and I know, I yeah, imagine yeah. that's like the feeling, but there yeah. is no underneath that there. Right. The fear is unfounded there's like nothing yes. yeah they're not like when yeah. they say like is anyone here protest this marriage they're like i don't protest this marriage but i protest <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. can i protest a separate they're here, yeah. they're here. And i might he not be at their wedding gross it's gross so while the floor is open yeah yeah well yeah, i was yeah. like dude this guy became a random groomsman for a reason he's not in your life like yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it just, yeah, it's it's tough because it's not mm-hmm. his feeling. It's She's not going like, I um, I love scuba diving and my partner is afraid of the water. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, and because he's afraid of sharks. It's like, oh, there's the fear is fully mm-hmm. the thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's not a, an additional danger. Right. Exactly. Of meeting a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. I have I have something because it's like you guys they've, they've been together for like what two years three years, two years. so you guys are a COVID relationship basically mm. I would say if you guys because this is all your friends at this wedding if you aren't like doing things with like your friends and couple groups so he feels like he's a part of your like friend community mm. like he could feel very much like still like you got there's your relationship and then there is like all of your friends mm. he, he could feel like an outsider mm-hmm. and like and that you know that that's a that's a separate thing but i think it is also related to like make you know really now is the time to be incorporating like your friend life and your relationship more with each other too i could see that potentially yeah, being that, a part that of is, this that's so smart because i do yeah. think like when anytime you meet another group of friends you're like oh they have all this history mm-hmm. and i'm like interloping in their life and mm-hmm. i'm the one that like that doesn't fit and i think yeah the more the more you feel the more he feels integrated into your life the less like these surprises will feel like he'll be like oh if this was meaningful i would know exactly yeah. it would be like yes. a, it would come up awkwardly mm-hmm. in conversation sometimes and yeah. it doesn't mm-hmm. it gives him yeah. less dots to connect that aren't mm-hmm. actually there yes yeah 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 Exactly. Oh, yeah, man. I think that might Good help. Good luck. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Also, maybe just get a spray bottle, and if he starts the shit, spray him. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it right now. <laughs> Put a little uh, you know cayenne pepper in there. Yeah. Then he can yeah. use it to spice his stuff, and then you can spray him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To spice his stuff. <laughs> spice his stuff. Spice his stuff. Stuff um, spice from Spencer's gift. <laughs> Josh, thank you so much. It's been so much fun. <laughs> thank you for having me. This was truly such a pleasure. It was uh, lovely to be an honorary lady. With Yay. You so thank you. We told Josh before it started, we don't have a lot of guys on the show, so it's definitely, mm-hmm. you know, we extend it to very uh, <laughs> few. <laughs> to an elite circle. <laughs> yes. There thank we you. go. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be in the elite circle of men. <laughs> Tell everybody where they can find all of your stuff oh, and sure. all that stuff. Um, oh my gosh, I have a special out now. It's free for, I think, Prime and Google Play uh, subscribers, but also you can rent it on YouTube and Apple TV and stuff. It's called People Pleaser. Uh, and I'm also going on tour this fall and winter. Um, I'm going to a ton of places. 
uh, joshgondelman.com slash schedule is, is where you can find all the tour dates, but I'm going to, gosh, um, I'm going to give a quick run. I'm so sorry. No, uh, do it. No, 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 go, do it, it, go for it. I'm going to Cleveland, Pittsburgh, uh, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Louisville, Atlanta, Boston, um, Chicago, Milwaukee, fucking Minneapolis is about to be announced. Toronto is about yes. to be announced. Utah, yes. West, oh, West wow. Utah. Yeah. So I'm like really out there for the next four months. And I'm like, it's all different stuff than is on the special, unless I decide it would be fun to do something from the special. <laughs> um, but there, there are, it's like, you're not going to be like, I just watched this for free at home, wearing whatever I wanted and eating whatever I wanted. Like, it'll be a different show. <laughs> Wait, West, did you say Western you Utah? Wait, where are you going? West, West Jordan. Oh, oh West Jordan. Um, it's like the, oh, yeah. the wise guys out West Yeah, the wise Jordan. guys. Yeah, outside uh, the, the downtown Salt Lake City. Awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's one of those things where I'll be like, Oh, I'm coming to Salt Lake City, and they're like, "Fuck you, you are." That's a different thing. <laughs> it's not. It's not that far from Salt Lake, so yeah, yeah. I think 20, 20 minutes. I yeah, look, and I was like, "Oh, that's so." Fine, all my friends wanna... listening who live in Salt Lake, go see him. Oh, He's thank so you. fucking funny. Uh, is, thank you. is there a soda drive-through out near West Jordan? Oh, that's God, my of question. Of course, there is. I'm gonna find a sip. <laughs> yes, you better, you better <laughs> hand free sips for everyone. Uh, Wait, we used to get catering at my old job from a place called Sips and Bites, which is the Vegas <laughs> restaurant. It's like there's liquids and there's solids, and don't ask any fucking questions about what they are. That feels like what they would put like on a movie fast food bag, like <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes, like in the McDonald's font. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's the five, five, five of food places. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got have the special on one tour. Would love, would love to see you all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, please, Josh. please check out his shit. Yeah, like I said, he's so funny and just such a great dude. So go oh, support really funny and good people. That's what we yes. like to do on this. Please, show. please, please do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're begging you. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everybody. We'll we'll see you next time. Bye, bye, bye. Three, two, three, six, but thirty. It's six, but thirty somewhere. Hi, ladies. I don't know if you remember me, but you did a show a while back in San Francisco, and I never wrote in or anything, but I did take your advice on Dump Him, and my boyfriend and I at the time were there with you, and I actually just dumped him, but it ended up working out because, um, you know, we got married, <laughs> um, and now we actually just celebrated uh, one year uh, with our child, we have a baby now. We made a child. We made a human child together. <laughs> um, and we're just, you know, really happy. And we were just laughing about how we met you and how it all worked out in the end. But damn, damn it really does work. And I just wanted to share um, this story with you and know that you are also part of our love story. Um, and I don't know if you remember, but he did call you the chickens. <laughs> um, lovingly, I promise. Um, because I hear you every morning and he loves to hear me at 7 a.m. hearing you and laughing with you together. But yeah, anyway, just wanted to share um, this tidbit as you celebrate your 10-year anniversary. And yeah, cheers. Hey, ladies, I just wanted to say huge congrats on 10 years. I've been a listener for almost, um, I think, eight or nine years, so almost since the beginning. And um, it's just been really cool to see how the podcast has grown into this big community under this big, um, you know, podcast umbrella, I guess, with the Exactly Right Network. It's really cool to see. Um, I, I was reflecting on my own journey on how I discovered you guys, and I, weirdly, I found you 
when you did your first um, interview with Aisha Tyler, because I used to listen to her podcast and then carried over to you, and I absolutely fell in love with you guys. I currently live in Salt Lake City, and anytime Barbara comes into town or does a set, it's all over the local news, and it just gets me so excited because I'm such a fan. And so I just wanted to say thanks, and thanks for this amazing community that you've created and just making my my days a lot brighter. Um, so congrats to you guys. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.